real quick before we get started in this episode, I say that the house that I'm going to be talking about is 2,400,000 square feet. Um, That's wrong. Numbers are hard to read in my small woman brain. Um, <laughs> my tiny woman brain. Uh, Billy is going to do his best to <laughs> cut it out. But if it sounds weird during this part, that's why. So please forgive me and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome, Welcome back, back. <laughs> <laughs> to, to our, our Odd, Odd Pod, Pod podcast. podcast, a podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and everything in between. And everything in between. It's me, Billy. And it's Felicia. And as we said before, welcome back. <laughs> um, Thanks for listening. If you're listening right now, on Podbean, and you're like, you know what? I don't want to listen to Podbean. I want to listen on Spotify. Well, you can do that. In fact, you can listen most places where podcasts are cast by going to www.ouroddpodpodcast.com. You can find those links or linktr.ee/oopp. Wow. Yeah. You really just like, like slid right in there. I'm like a professional. Yeah. Do you want maybe want to mention where they could like rate review? Um, you can do that. The rating and reviewing is mostly for iTunes or Apple Podcasts, which yeah. is one of those links you can find at that link tree. There are other links I have struggled to add to link tree. I've given up for yeah, the moment. That's fine. Um, you can find us on Patreon at www.ouroddpatreon. No, patreon.com slash ouroddpatreon. There are things there. There are things on and there. People. And people. And people. And yeah, that's it. I made, maybe I just like leapt right onto that, but I knew we would forget. And we talked about doing it at the beginning instead of the end. And here we are doing it at the beginning. Here we it's are. It's amazing. I know. It's crazy. Wow. And that's all the business we have. And that's all the business we have. Right off, the, like right out of the gate. Right out of the Over gate. I'm just going to like pre-record something and we're just going to plug it into podcast. Oh, that's smart. I know. We should do that. Make things a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, write that down. Perfect. Write okay. it down. Okay, great. I'll write it down. I wrote it down in my <laughs> imaginary notebook. In my noggin. So yeah, anyway, welcome back. I'm gonna have to take off my watch. There's people arguing on the internet. <laughs> I was wondering, I'm like, hey, uh I just keep getting notifications. Eventually Felicia will also say something. <laughs> All right, so it's my episode this week. Yay. Are you ready? I'm so ready. I'm just I'm really ready. Okay, because I wrote this yesterday. Nice. <laughs> Did my favorite thing where I uh, wait till the very last minute to do things. That's gonna be me editing tonight. Well, it's not my fault. Never is, you know. This really isn't my I'm fault. I'm just saying. For integrity's sake, not. I really wanted to talk about Miriam. Um, Miriam Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a badass lady who took down the Mexican cartel that killed her daughter. Hey, if you're planning on talking about it, maybe don't give out too many of those spoilers. I'm not giving out all the spoilers. All right. Um, And I want to do that because, you know, like, no, May is coming and, like, Mother Day's, Mother's Day, Mother's Day is coming up. And she is, like, the ultimate badass mom. 
Wow, how many times can I say badass? At least one more. Okay. I think you got one more in you. Yeah, she's super badass. That sounds badass. She is badass. But when I was like doing my research for it, I realized, mind you, I had been working on this one for like three days. I realized that I had heard this episode before in my head. Uh-huh. Pretty much almost word for word. Now, do you think it's because the sources came from the same place? Or are you subconsciously like... No, I, I feel like there's like four articles on it. And there's like a really nice long one from the New York Times. Okay. I, I feel like just like a real dread for writers is like thinking maybe like the, the thought that maybe you've heard this before Yeah, somewhere. that's why I won't listen to a podcast <laughs> if uh, if I know I want to cover it. I, would, just, I won't do it. I just stopped listening to podcasts. I still like that's not true i'm just kidding <laughs> i was like mm. but um yeah so there's like four articles on it and i realized that and this is why we drink had already done a podcast on it like within the last couple of months i was oh. like yeah um i'm gonna put that on the back burner for now and like maybe if i can find some other things on it mm -hmm. just like hold on to it because it's a really great story i just don't want to be like right maybe literally we'll a minisode yeah maybe um but it's like a really cool story if you you don't want to wait for me to talk about it. Maybe go listen to And This Is Why We Drink or go look it up yourself. And then you can just skip that episode yeah. if we record, if we do it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyway. Oh, so I actually have no idea what you're talking about. You literally have no idea. I came up with this yesterday and I was like, mm, Billy might be mad at me for taking this from him. Oh, no. What did you do? I wanna, Is it Walking Corpse? No, it's not. Okay. I want to take you all the way to San Jose, California. Okay. So Home of the sharks. We may talk about the Winchester Mystery House. Oh, I never planned to do this. I thought you wanted to do this. Did I? Yeah, you, oh, you I specifically know. said you wanted to do this. I think, I don't know. I think maybe we were just uh, brainstorming and I brought this one up. Okay, well, it's mine now and you can't have it. Okay, well... I will. Uh, the next episode's going to be me doing the same topic, <laughs> and then you guys can vote whose is better. <laughs> oh, that relieves a lot of anxiety because, like, I was so scared that you were going to be mad at me. No, I don't. I Not that you even... get mad at me over things like that, right. but, like, <laughs> that you were going to be nice sad. Nice backtrack. Now the internet knows. I get How mad about everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. You threatened a divorce in the last episode? Did I? Pretty sure. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh that. yeah, the thirty. This is our thirtieth episode, and this is our last episode. Oh, the last episode <laughs> of our podcast and our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, do it, man. Winchester Mystery Mansion. Okay. Now, I know how much you believe in ghosts. <laughs> yes, so much. What do you know about the Winchester Mystery House? I know that. The guy whose house it is originally made the Winchester rifle. And that, like, do you really want me to tell you everything I know about this? His family was, like, cursed because of all the people that it well, killed. Gonna, I'll go ahead and stop you because you're already wrong. I'm not wrong. You are wrong. Nope. Yes, you are. Mm -mm. And they kept building the house bigger and bigger because if they stopped building, like, then the spirits would catch them. I'm telling you. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear your theory of the truth. It's not my theory of the truth. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. All right. If anything is even remotely like what I said, I'm calling you out. No, you. a lot of it was right, but you were wrong. 
on a key factor or a key part. Okay. 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 All right. Buckle in. Is the key factor it wasn't the dude who invented it, but his family later? Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> so nitpicky. Golly, it's like the the quality assurance around here is fucking hardcore. I'm I'm never working this shift again. What do you want from me? I want you to relax your standards a little bit. No. Just kidding. All right. Okay. Dad, let's get into it. All right. So the Winchester Mystery House is located on 525 South Winchester Boulevard. You know what makes a boulevard a boulevard? No. It's got like foliage in the middle. Does it really? Mm -hmm. Welcome back to Our Odd Pod Podcast, <laughs> your landscaping podcast. Your, your source for the roads, the boulevards, and the Trail streets in between. Trail of Broken Dreams. Wow. <laughs> anyway, San Jose, California, 95128. 95128. That's the zip code. Yes. Okay. There are currently open seven days a week. They open at 10 and they close at 4, except on the weekends when they close at 7. Wow, three whole hours. I know. Wow, um, as of this recording. The freaking weekend, am I right? <laughs> April 29th, 2021. Mm -hmm. They are currently offering a self-guided mansion tour. That is built with social distancing protocols in mind. You are able to go on a one-way tour path into the larger rooms of the mansion. And you are able to have ample time and space in each room. And you can take one thing from each room for free. No. Oh. And we'll get into why. Um, they also we'll offer an axe-throwing thing, which is... That seems weird. Cool. Yeah, I didn't... I don't know why that they added that. But you can throw axes there. But if you go on the tour, then you can ask them why they added that. It's okay if you turn off your podcast right now. But if California is a little bit too far away for you right now, you can access the house with their 360 tour. It is a virtual tour experience that allows guests to independently roam each level of the mansion while exploring many rooms previously inaccessible on the standard estate tour. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and it's only $8.99, so I know what we're doing later. All right, let's do it. <laughs> you don't seem convinced like that would be hella fun. I mean, like, it seems cool, but $8.99 seems like a lot you get for like, a virtual tour. It's a big house. That's fair. Probably my favorite part about this whole house. Uh-huh. You can actually get married there. Really? Yep. Interesting. Um, My next passage is going to come straight from the website because I can't make up or sorry, I can't come up with anything so eloquently. Uh, I'm a big fan of quotes from Wes. You remember like the whole last half of last episode was just like <laughs> long ass quotes. All right. Right now, this just sounds like a whole like ad for the Winchester Mystery House. But right. but we are not getting anything for this. Yeah, so. no, no. Hashtag not sponsored. Not sponsored. And All right. But so, if you're listening, Winchester yeah. Mansion. Is the house listening? We'll Hello? make every episode about you. Yeah. If you're listening, house. <laughs> Say your vows in front of the front gardens with a beautiful and bizarre mansion as your backdrop. Treat your guests to a vintage cocktail hour in the bright and airy greenhouse. Uh, the carriage house with the original redwood and extravagant string lights. The vintage rustic charm makes the ideal spot for an indoor reception when dancing, spilling out into the gardens. The Winchester Estate announces two new wedding packages for your 2020-2021 garden elopements and micro-weddings. Um, just for you and your beloved. 
Winchester Estate Weddings offers the garden elopement package. Say your vows in front of the front gardens with a beautiful and bizarre mansion. What do you say, babe? You want to get married again? Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll, cart our, we'll get our families out to California. They'll love that. This would be a good time to um, sponsor our Patreon at www. <laughs> yeah. Because it's going to take money to bribe our parents into, like our families into going to California. Is it? I don't know. Maybe. It's like the land of the commies. Is it the land of the liberals? The land of the liberals where socialism runs rampant. <laughs> All right. So the Winchester Mystery House is currently sitting at a 4.4 Google rating out of five stars. And you know, I love Google ratings. I like doing Google ratings. You do? <clears throat> yeah. That's it. That's it? No follow-up. <laughs> I just like I like doing Google ratings. So let me read you a few of my favorite ones. Okay, let's read it. Um, are, are these all good that you're reading? No, these are all one star. Oh, one star. Oh, of course. Okay, yes, please. <laughs> Why would you want to read the five star ratings? I know. I want the, I want the one star. Give it to me. Uh, Evan Paul with a K at the end. Um, one star. Written two years ago. I was wanting to meet or see a ghost. Instead, I got my monster truck stolen by a tour guide. <laughs> you know what? You go to a ghost meetup. You expect to meet up with a ghost, right? And guess what? They didn't even fire him. Unbelievable. I'm never going to come back. Almost forgot that a different tour guide insulted me by calling me a communist for some reason. I'm still mad that I did not see a ghost. Not that he called him a communist. He's just most mad he didn't see a ghost. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the response from the owners were, while our tour guides do not steal the monster trucks from our guests, we are sorry that you had a negative experience. The Winchester Mystery House is purported to be It's purported to be haunted. We cannot confirm nor deny any evidence presented to us. Many guests have had strange experiences here. However, not all have to do with the paranormal. Thank you for visiting. We hope to see you back soon. Yeah, let me tell you a little something. Uh, Eugene, right? That's his name, Eugene? Evan. Oh, same thing. Um, <laughs> that's going to save you a lot of disappointment moving forward in life, okay? So everybody, just <laughs> I want you to turn up your speakers everybody and listen close. gather around. Ghosts aren't real. Hey. So you're never going to meet a ghost, no matter where you go. Ghosts are real. Mm. Yes, huh? Are they? Yes. Have you ever met a ghost? Have you ever met a ghost? No. Because they don't like you. Because they you don't You go around exist. spouting all shit like that. Because they're not real. I've met dogs. I've met cats, ducks, geese, other people. Just a smorgasbord of animals. Are you saying that ghosts are animals? Are you saying that animals don't have ghosts? Uh, my old cat used to haunt me, so. Okay. And that's the end of the episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Move. Let's read the next one. I'm not kidding about the ghost thing. I meant anyway. He is kidding. Go ahead. We we are pro ghost on this on this podcast. Listen, if you want to spend your time hunting ghosts, that's on you. That's up to you. I support your right to hunt ghosts. Okay. But if you're disappointed, I'm taking you with me. If you're disappointed when you don't find ghosts, I'm going to call you out. <laughs> um, Bradley Nevins. Maybe we just don't say their last names. That's probably the... good for me. Bradley says, I got lost and was possessed by a ghost, so I had to hire an exorcist, which cost me $10,000. I am very mad. 
Oh man, that's good stuff. It's got four legs. Listen, um, what's his name? Bradley. Yeah, he got haunted and possessed by a ghost. He got lost and possessed by lost a ghost. and possessed by a ghost. <laughs> so he had to hire an exorcist for ten thousand dollars. Okay, listen, Bradley. If that ever happens again, I'll do your exorcism for like a tenth of that. A thousand dollars. Get a Snickers bar. Five hundred bucks and a honey bun. And yeah. I'll do an exorcism <laughs> for you. Two fifty if you warm it up. I mean, technically, I've you know, I've been ordained by a church, so I got just as much power as anyone else pretending to exorcise demons. <laughs> it's very exciting. Robert, sorry, Rob Hart says tour was boring. The mansion was cool. No ghost. Sad face. Crying ghost face. But. He did give them three stars. Oh, three stars. Yeah. Boring tour, nice mansion, no ghosts. So do you think the stars would have went up or down if there had been ghosts? Um, Maybe up. Just saying. Have you ever seen 13? He's like, the tour was boring, the mansion was cool, and I got to see a ghost. I'm going to give one star per ghost. <laughs> um, Those were the only good ones I found. Those are pretty good. Mostly the ones that related to ghosts. See, you baited me is what you did. Didn't you? You knew I was going to go off on a tangent about ghosts. Yes. It's like I know you. It's like you know me. Real talk though, you want to hear about a ghost I saw one time? Yeah. Okay. Once upon a time, I was in a house. And I did not meet a ghost because they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to go with, and then the dog named Ghost came down the stairs and licked me and in the face. And then John Snow's wolf bit some dude's face because his name was ghost and then i closed my game of thrones book because i probably hit myself in the face with it because i fell asleep reading do you think we've derailed all enough i mean i could keep going <laughs> but yeah please back, um so back a, little, on track. a little bit more about the house before we get started on who built it and why they built it and what's going on with it today the winchesters to live in it and that is our episode. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. The Winchester Mystery House is at, at the very least a mansion built with a Victorian architecture, Queen Anne architecture, and American Queen Anne architecture style. It was built in 1884, and by the end of construction, it was 24,000 square feet. Wait. How many square feet? 24,000. 24,000? Yes, 24,000. That's gigantic. It is gigantic. 24,000. Yes. Jesus Christ. Like The Winchester House has 160 rooms. Mhm. More than 100, sorry, 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors. Okay. 2,000 doors? Yes. God damn. 52 skylights, 47 fireplaces, 40 bedrooms. 40 staircases, 13 bathrooms, 6 kitchens, 3 elevators, 2 basements, and a single shower. A single shower? Yeah. What? There's bathtubs in the other ones. Oh, okay. One shower. Um, There are stairs that lead to nowhere and floors that have doors and windows in the middle of them and doors that are, um, doors that open into solid walls. Doors that open into, so like not all the doors are real doors. Right. Well, they might have been real at one point and then she blocked them off or whatever reason. Oh. To keep the ghosts at bay, probably. I know anything about ghosts. I know that they can't go through solid doors. 
if they're not welcome. Ghosts have to be invited inside. They're like vampires. That is a big-ass house, dude. We're going to talk about um, the acreage and everything, too. Uh, so, the story of the house begins over 150 years ago with um, a couple of people. Okay. Let's get to know them real quick. Sam and Dean Winchester. Nope. Although, um... John Winchester. Whenever I kept, um, like, typing it in, I kept thinking about the Winchesters from Soupy Supernatural. Um, so, first off, we have Sarah Lockwood Party. Party. Sarah Lockwood Party, hi. <laughs> party, P-A-R-D-E. Oh, Party. Party. Um, she was born in 1839 in New Haven, Connecticut. She was born to Sarah Burns and Le- Leonard Party. Um, her father ran a progressive household as he kept the company of prominent abolitionists and free thinkers. Wow. Yeah. She was influenced by this environment. And she was an excellent all-around student who learned four languages, demonstrated proficiency in musical composition, math, and science. She was considered one of the area's great young beauties with the nickname The Belle of New Haven. Cool. I'm glad that she, um, you know, was such a academic accolade and she was well-known for her beauty. It's awesome. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I guess that was like, you know, the 1840s and anything. Yeah. Like she learned four languages. She rocked in math and science, and they're like, "She's so, but, but she's, she's so, really pretty. She's real pretty. She's gonna make a real good wife someday." Pretty much. Yeah. Meanwhile, William Wirt Winchester was born in 1837 to Oliver Fisher Winchester and Jane Ellen Hope of Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore. All right. All right. There's not a whole lot about his childhood. He so. was best friends with Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, sure. He was there the night he died. <laughs> it's actually whose ghost haunts the Winchester Mansion. Oh, that plot twist. Yeah. Um, there's not a whole lot on his childhood, so that's all I have on him. And that's okay, because this episode isn't about him. Yeah. He probably thinks it is, but it's not. All right, so Sarah and William began their entanglement of their lives on September 30th, 1862, which is just a fancy way for me to say that they got married. Oh, okay. Nothing about how they met or anything? It's not really about that. Maybe at bridge class. I don't know. Maybe. It was an arranged marriage. Who knows? Orchestrated Maybe by... they met at college because, you know. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We could come up with something, I'm sure. I'll make up something. Here, uh, they met... On a train. At Yale. On a train at Yale. Yeah. A Yale train. A Yale train. Um, In the middle of the night that was going really anywhere. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It was the last train. Yeah. The train was delayed, so they had to get the last train back to <laughs> Yale. And then um, she dropped something, and they both bent down to pick it up, and then they, they touched locked hands, eyes. and then they got a dog. Then they got down in the bathroom on the train. They were they got on the train to go to Yale, but they this, ended up taking the train. This turned out to be a little less wholesome <laughs> than I was t- hoping it would be. They ended up taking the train to Pound Town. <laughs> My story, they were going to get a dog. And then they got a dog. Anyway, they only had one child. They (laughs) named her Annie Party Winchester. She was born on June 15th, 1866. And Billy is still laughing about his joke. Carry on. Are you happy? Because this next part is sad. This next part is sad. All right. I'm ready for this emotional roller coaster. Did you hear me that they had a child named Annie? Annie Party Winchester. Yes. 
Sadly, she passed away just a mere five and a half weeks later hmm. on July 25th from marasma. Probably saying that wrong. It's uh, a disease basically where the baby is unable to process calories and she basically died of malnourishment. Oh, fuck. Bummer. Yeah. Big sad. Yeah. Uh, Annie's death affected Sarah deeply and for the year she became withdrawn from the public as well as her family and they had no more children. Brought the mood way down. Yeah. Wow. I like the train story better. <laughs> and they had a dog. What kind of dog? Ooh, like a fluffy one. Okay. Very specific. Like a big fluffy one. Of the fluffy, the fluffy breed. Of the fluffy variety. Yeah. Big fluffy dog. Sarah's husband, William Winchester, was the only surviving son of Oliver Winchester. At the time, he was the co-owner of a successful shirt manufacturing business, but right before the U.S. Civil War broke out, Oliver Winchester took over the Volcanic Repeating Arms Company, mm -hmm. which would later be renamed Winchester Repeating Arms Company, the same company that was responsible for the revolutionary advances in the rifle design. Oh, yeah. That way you could kill a lot more people a lot faster. Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah. The Winchester Model 1873 rifle was known as the gun that won the West. Do you Buffalo know why it was called the gun that won the West? Yes. Okay. Um, Buffalo Bill Cody and Annie Oakley celebrated their prowess with the Winchester, as well as did Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, Theodore. Oh, Theodore. Um, this was important for rifles as soldiers could file several times without needing to reload it. Yeah. Basically changed warfare. Yeah. Like, uh, Forever. Um, the sales of the weapon soon made Oliver Winchester wealthy and famous. In 1880, Oliver Winchester, uh, Sarah's husband's dad, mm -hmm. um, died leaving his fortune to his son, William. And, but William would end up dying nearly a whole three months after his dad. Were either of them shot? I don't know how Oliver died. Uh, William died from tuberculosis. Oh, hey. Our fan, old friend. A fan favorite. Yeah, our old friend TB. Yeah, so... Um, TB Honest. It TB does pop up a lot. Tuberculosis. <laughs> so, William dies March 7th, 1881 of mm -hmm. tuberculosis. Okay. He had it for a while, I think. Somehow Sarah didn't get it. Um, This left Sarah the only heir to the Winchester fortune. This is Sarah... Winchester. Party Winchester. Yeah. Whose daughter died. Yes. Okay. Now she's alone in this house. She's alone. She's not in this house yet. Oh, right. They're still in Connecticut. Okay. Still in Connecticut. This left Sarah, the only heir to the Winchester fortune, with an inheritance of 20 million US dollars, plus nearly 50% ownership in the company, which paid her $1,000 a day. Which That's a lot of scratch. The equivalent to today's money is like 26000 a day. That's crazy. Not, I want that. I like, How do too, I get that? I like, not too shabby. Like, I make a little bit more than that working at Starbucks. I'm saying, like, what a, <laughs> but like, so much, uh, what's the, like, grief leading to so much money? Yeah. Are you sure this wasn't like a deal with the devil situation? I mean, so. By the late 1800 standards, that was an astronomical amount of money. Yeah. Like. Like suddenly she was one of the richest people like. She was one of the richest people in the world at that time. Yeah. And you can see why she spent like 38 years building and rebuilding a house. Yeah. 
like what else are you gonna do she she could do she could afford it yeah at the very least and pay the people doing it the money however did nothing for sarah's grief and she began to imagine imagine that and she began to believe that she was cursed um i'm beginning to believe she was cursed (laughs) sarah would pretty much like build a hospital or something something happened i didn't i don't know i can't quite i didn't quite understand what happened but a she gave enough money they named the winchester chess clinic in new haven yale hospital after her husband okay she would move to california to start over with extended family members as the legend goes sarah was told by a medium or psychic whatever yeah we're like charlatan maybe we're like getting into like peak spiritual spiritualism of the time, uh-huh. we remember we've talked about this a little bit before. Yeah, yeah. We should do a whole episode on spiritualism. I feel like that would. Well, be we the... talked about it. Came up during the Houdini episode. It comes up in Houdini. It comes up in the Ouija board episode. Spiritualism is here, not now, but then. Right. <laughs> um. So, psychic, whatever they're starting to do their thing. People are starting to be psychic, quote yeah, unquote. Yeah. Right. So she went to a medium or psychic in Boston that was supposedly channeling her late husband. Mm-hmm. The medium told her that she was indeed cursed. Because they do. Because that's what they do. Uh-huh. And ultimately, the death of her daughter and her husband were karmic payback for all the people killed by the Winchester rifles. And they were seeking revenge from her family. Yeah. Um, and that they were now haunting her. And in order to appease these spirits, she needed to move out west, leave her home in New Haven, and continuously keep building a home for herself and the spirits of the people who had fallen victim to the Winchester Rifles. This is what the medium told her? Yes. That's very specific. Very specific. And a little malicious. Well, I would argue that the person she talked to could be a medium. I don't know. Or it could be some asshat taking advantage of a grieving grieving woman with money. I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably 100% that. Yeah. Either way. Because, you know. I mean, that's what they did. Yeah. Take advantage of grieving women, or not specifically women, but like grieving peoples, trying to like get in touch with their family from the yeah. beyond. That's what they all did, to clarify. All of them. Every charlatan who says that they're a medium. <laughs> Either way, Sarah finally makes the move from New Haven, Connecticut to San Jose, California. Home of she- the Sharks. <laughs> She purchased a modest-sized farmhouse and begins building. So what was the idea that, like, the house needed to be big enough to accommodate the spirits of every person killed with a Winchester? Yes. As they're still probably being killed, like, at... Yes. Jesus, Louise, this man. Maybe it's an asshat who doesn't believe in guns. I don't know. Yeah. It was, like, the... (laughs) Like, the the biggest victory for, like, uh, like anti-gun like an anti-gun enthusiast yeah like haha got her gotcha bitch (laughs) (laughs) like yeah next level troll um she she listened to him apparently they were convincing literally um so the story that you'll most likely hear is that she employed a construction team to work around the clock and communicated with the ghost in her seance room to receive instructions on how to design the unusual home um and the labyrinth interior of the house is that true? Is that what she did? Well, let me finish. Okay, because I, I have a whole sentence right now. I'm, I'm, you're doing to me what I do to you. <laughs> this included stairs to nowhere and dead ends. They were meant to confuse or slow down the spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was an author of a book named Mary Jo Ign- Ign- Mary Jo Ignapo. Sure. Sorry, girl. 
who published her first full-length biography of Sarah Winchester, and she actually found correspondence that specifically mentioned that she had stopped construction for periods of time. There's also an argument that there is, in fact, a plausible explanation for some of the uh, home's odd features. Okay. In 1906, there was a giant earthquake that struck San Francisco. You might have heard of it. It's the 1906 San Francisco earthquake. Yeah, every, everything you need to know right in the name. <laughs> it was a big one. Yeah, so part of the Winchester home was damaged, and that included the bedroom that Sarah was sleeping in that night. Um, apparently, I read somewhere, I didn't put this in my notes, but I read somewhere that she was actually stuck in her bedroom because of that. That probably did not help the whole I'm cursed thing. Yeah, she was fine. She was just trapped in it <laughs> until like somebody could come get her out. Yeah. She was unharmed, but it spooked her enough to believe that the spirits were trying to tell her something, and instead of rebuilding that part of her house, she simply... Sealed it off. <laughs> okay, as you do. Resulting in doors and stairways that go to nowhere. Now, is she off her rocker? Yes. Or simply a woman after my own heart? Maybe, why not both? If I could afford to seal off problems and areas in my life, things would be a whole lot simpler. <laughs> yeah. Um, but because you know people like to talk, people began to believe that she was crazy or was actually communicating with the dead. And that's when rumors developed because she was like a recluse. So not every, a lot of people didn't know her. She's right. just this lady who's building a house consistently. She's like the crazy lady in the weird house. Yeah. Yeah. So people were like, you know, they come up with these rumors. Um, she was a reclusive widow and she had begun to suffer from rheumatoid arthritis. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, and I will add that the same author of the book I mentioned earlier said that they found no evidence that Sarah Winchester's workers believed that she was crazy or that she was communicating with the dead. Just that she indeed kept construction going for years on end and completely in a random manner. It sounds to me like they had it made. Yeah. It's like job security. Literally. They're like, is she crazy? Is she talking to the dead? I don't, I don't know. Shit. I don't care. She wants something built. We're going to build it. That's her job. She wants me to add 14 stairs over here. I'm doing it. Right. Didn't matter to them. Exactly. There is one thing that was for certain about Sarah Winchester, though, and it was that she was superstitious. Gasp. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a what a revelation. You might like this. Okay. You'll find that she liked to use the number 13 and features of her home. There are 13 bathrooms, mm -hmm. 13 palm trees that line up to the driveway. Mm -hmm. Most of the windows have 13 panes of glass. Um, one sink has 13 drain holes, making it the most annoying sink to use, but excellent at draining. Okay. Um, and a chandelier that originally had 12 lights on it was modified so it could have 13. Now, are you saying I might like this because she has a weird thing about numbers? Yes. Scene. <laughs> and also a little called out. Um, and she also slept in a different room every night. I do like that. I do. But also, her. like, why not? You have 40 bedrooms. That's true, man. You could never sleep in the same room. She pretty much lived, in, probably lived in this house mostly alone. Just Somebody's got to sleep in those bedrooms. Her. Can you imagine, like, putting something down and not remembering where you put it? <laughs> not in that house. God. <laughs> was it me losing my laptop charger in our 700 square it. feet apartment? <laughs> Just have to buy a laptop charger for like. <laughs> That's my thought too. Of like, where could it be? There's, you can sit in one place and literally see the whole apartment basically. Yeah. You know? It was, it was pretty hidden. It was um, well hidden. Oh man, I was going to say something, but I forgot. Oh Yeah. I do appreciate the weird thing about numbers. I wish you was like had a weird thing about maybe one less number or one. I know how you feel about odd numbers, but yeah. 
That's okay. I just thought the the it sink, was really cool. That's yeah, cool. The sink with the thirteen drain. Holes. I want to see that sink. Oh, I should have looked it up. I didn't. I hope it's true. <laughs> yeah. I just read it. I just read it on Reddit. I read it on Reddit. No, I read it on one of these fourteen tabs that I have open. Yeah. Um. So on September fifth, nineteen twenty-two, Sarah Winchester died in her sleep of a heart failure. Cursed. Um, probably she might have survived but no one could no one could find her <laughs> we did check all 40 bedrooms they called 911 and they were just like what we we don't know Which, they never saw the crew again yeah there's some people legend, say they're still in there legend has it, they're still there construction on the house stopped immediately wow um some people like to say that there are nails hammered in halfway kind of lazy but you know i want to know if that's true i do too. i want to see these fucking nails <laughs> Um, she was laid to rest at the Alta Mesa Cemetery until she was transferred along with her sister to New Haven, Connecticut, where she was buried next to her next to her husband and infant daughter in Evergreen Cemetery. And uh, that headstone is impressive. Yeah, it's like a big fancy it's headstone. Huge. Um, is it for all of them or just for her? Her, her husband, and her daughter. Yeah, so they all have one big headstone. Yeah. Okay. It's mega it's huge I, you can find it on um it's like some gravefinder.com it's my favorite website i'm just gonna i'm gonna look it up while you're talking okay because i do that a lot about a lot of things i don't know if you see me over here sometimes i but... do and it catches me off guard every time uh let's see oh let me do it quietly i'm sorry <laughs> she left a will written in 13 sections and it was signed by sarah winchester 13 times the belongings in her home were left to her niece and personal secretary. Her niece took everything she wanted and sold the rest to auction. And it's rumored that it took six trucks working eight hours a day for six weeks to remove all of the furniture in the home. Yeah, it's a big rock. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so she signed it 13 times. 13 sections of her will that had to be signed 13 times. That is devoted. Each section had to be signed 13 times. Each, well, one section sign. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's some commitment, man. That's what she wanted. Like, this will must be 13 pages. Well, at least 13 sections. The font can be whatever. Aerial whatever you bold. need. <laughs> whatever you need. Whatever combination of fonts, sizes you need on your fancy typewriting machine. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, did you hear what I said? I took six trucks working eight hours. Six trucks working eight hours to remove all the furniture from for the house. For six weeks. For six weeks? Yeah. Eight hours a day for six weeks? Yeah. That's wild, dude. Just to get the furniture out. Yeah, but that's also been disputed by the bio biographer that I mentioned before. So. Okay. There's a lot of rumors um, around the house. Following her this death. biography. Yeah. Um, following her death, Sarah made no mention of the mansion in her will. Um, and the appraisers considered the house worthless, basically, due to the damage caused by the earthquake and it being left relatively unfinished. Yeah. Um, and the impractical nature of its construction. Um, it was sold to a local investor for 135 k And barely even five months after Sarah's death, the house was opened to the public for tours. I bet they were chomping at the bit for that, dude. Can you imagine? They wanted in that house. First, can we just go back really quick? Can you imagine being paid 
to get the furniture out of this house just trying to find the rooms with all the furniture in it. That's why it supposedly took so long. Uh-huh. But um, can you imagine this 24,000 square foot mansion being sold for 135k? I can afford that. Yeah, that's crazy. Today, not then, but now. <laughs> it's Yeah, that's nuts. So, a little bit more about the home because the home itself is really cool. Sarah spent a total of $5.5 million building and rebuilding the home. Um, she never used an architect and just added on to the building all willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason for doors and stairs that go nowhere. Yeah. Um, windows that... <laughs> <laughs> I want this right here, but Mrs. Winchester, shut up and build it. Build it. The ghost said. <laughs> the ghosts have spoken. <laughs> I need more doors. More doors, please. And in this room, I would like a window. In this room, I would like 13 windows and a door on the ceiling. Ooh. That goes nowhere. There was like a room that just had fireplaces on it. Really? Yeah. That's when it's really gold. We're going to talk about it in a second. Okay. Real, Santa probably real confused. <laughs> That's where he put all of our Christmas trees. He's like, what the fuck? Which chimney do I go now? Um, there's a reason for the stairs being that the way they were was because of her rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. So she was having trouble getting up the stairs. So she made like little half steps. So yeah. she didn't, it didn't take her as much effort to get up the so stairs. So it's like, instead of, a, it's like a bunch of little half steps instead of like full stairs. Yeah. Interesting. I never considered that. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, and like you fall, you fall, but... <laughs> It would almost be like a slide at that point. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to hurt like on the way down. Like a card in your bike spokes, you know? <laughs> it's just my butt, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so environmental psychologists have theorized that the odd layout of the house itself may contribute to the, the odd feeling of the house being haunted. Mm-hmm. I can see that. We've talked about this a little bit on the ghost hunting episode. Well, like, it's really easy to make people feel uncomfortable by doing something that's like slightly out of the ordinary from what they're used to. Yeah, so like if you were to open a door and there's just brick, it's bricked up, probably feel a little weird. Right. Yeah. But before, so, um, before the 1906 earthquake, the house was seven stories high, but now it's only four stories. Four stories. The home is predominantly made of redwood as that's what Sarah liked, but she actually hated the look of it, so she made them make a faux grain and stain it. Mm-hmm funny when you think about it i like the phrase faux grain stain faux grain stain it took approximately twenty thousand gallons of paint to paint all of the walls twenty thousand gallons of paint mm-hmm. that is fucking batshit yeah and like i said before there are roughly 160 rooms including included in that there's the 40 bedrooms two ballrooms one is completed and the other one is left unfinished. Mm-hmm. How many ballrooms? Two. Okay. How many do you need? Uh, I have approximately zero ballrooms. Well, you don't need 160 rooms either, to be fair. <laughs> 47 fireplaces, 17 chimneys, but there is evidence of two more chimneys. Wait, there are 47 fireplaces, but only 16 chimneys? 17 chimneys. Some of them are faux fireplaces. Faux fireplaces. Santa's going to be real confused. Yeah, fuck around and put a fire in that shit and see what happens. <laughs> um, and there's evidence of two other chimneys on the house. They that just are can't... probably sealed off somewhere. Probably. It's a Santa trap. Yeah. Is what it is. 
Um, there's gotcha, bitch. Two yeah. basement you levels. jolly bastard. And three elevators. Oh, three elevators. Which is like pretty fancy when you think about the time which it was built. Yeah, that's fancy as fuck. At the time of Sarah's death, the property was 162 acres, um, but now it sits at a measly 4.5 acres. Really? Yeah, they've like, well, it was basically the minimum amount needed. Just enough to contain the house. Yeah, okay. basically. Um, it had gold and silver chandeliers. And there's actually only one working toilet for Sarah Winchester. All the other ones were decoys to confuse the spirits. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. <laughs> spirits, if I know anything, are very easy to confuse. <laughs> Some of the, at the time, modern day inconveniences were steam and forced air heating, modern to- toilets and plumbing, push button gas lights and hot showers. Well, a hot shower from indoor plumbing. Wow. Um, and the fucking future, man. The three elevators were also electric. Really? Yeah. That's why when she died, people were like, get me in this house to see this goddamn newfangled fucking hot water shower. <laughs> I um, want to see how that lady took a bath. <laughs> Sarah never skimped out on decorations for the home either. Um, many stained glass windows were created and designed specifically for her. Mm-hmm. Um, which included a spider web window that featured her favorite web design. <laughs> web design. Web design. <laughs> this that particular window was actually never installed, but they did find it in a the twenty five k storage room, and they call it that because what was housed inside of it was worth at least twenty five k, and then money. It was like over a quarter of a million. And in then money. It's like over twenty five thousand. It was then. like three hundred thousand dollars in today's money. How much in today's? Like over three hundred thousand. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, in two thousand sixteen, the mansion's press preservation team discovered a new room in the attic of the home. So hold on a second, though. They found the person who paid like a hundred thirty something thousand for this house found a room with shit in it that basically was worth like a, a third of that, a quarter of that. Yeah. All right, sounds like they made out like a bandit. <laughs> anyway. They okay, so. Well, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, maybe that I was found like it before. A, that yeah. was like a while ago. <laughs> okay. Anyway. In 2016, the mansion's preservation team discovered a new room in the attic of the home, making the room count of this house to 161. Oh god. It hurts. <laughs> CBS reports that this room was the room that Sarah was trapped in during the 1906 her 19 I want to say hurricane so I bad. Caught you. <laughs> 1906 earthquake. No, they have earthquakes there. We have hurricanes. And she quickly boarded it up and it sat there and neglected. She's like, "Yeah, you know what? Fuck that room." Yeah. Hidden in the room contained a pump organ, a sewing machine, a Victorian couch, a dress form and paintings. Wow. Like paintings she did, you think? I, I think just paintings from oh, other okay. people. Um, but that's cool because they would have been relatively just yeah dusty. <laughs> right. Just like unused, untouched. Or like a time capsule. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I think it's basically what I was trying to get at. It's I wonder cool. if they just kind of left it like that. I think they did. Probably just like roped it off. We could probably... So they found it in 2016? Yeah. That's crazy. Which is wild to think about because like. They're like, you ever seen this door before? <laughs> they open it like, what the hell? It was probably just sealed behind a wall if we're being real. Yeah. They're probably like, that window Where's that window go? We've never seen the the inside of that window. I wonder where it's at. And then 
you go, I don't know, go in there with like sonar or something. Yeah. Tapping on the walls. Anyway, okay, sorry. I thought it was so cool. That is really cool. Okay. How do you find like a secret room for like fucking decades? Yeah. They've had like been in control of this house for like 80 years or something. Yeah. Because it's owned by um, a family, right? It's like that's had it for like 80 years and they're just now finding just a new room. 80 years, this room's just been chilling. Yeah. With like, stuff, right with like, where, with like how stuff it's left. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh huh. Um, all right. So, are you ready for some quote unquote ghost stories? I'm ready for some ghost stories. I was going to show you a video, but then I saw the video and I was like, he's not going to believe that. It's like you know me. It's you, like I know you. You can still show me the video like if you want. I'll later. show it to you later. Okay. Even I saw it and I was like, that's not real. That's... Maybe that's the video that would convince me. I don't Ooh, think it is. It's a ghost. <laughs> All right. On to the ghost stories. The ghost story. Tell me ghost stories. All right. So, and I just stole these off of the websites that I found them. That's okay. Because there's no reason to like rewrite somebody's. Right. I gotta explain it to me. Okay. Do you remember what I said about the whole last half of the? Episode? I know, but I just want to be like clear and, you know. Yeah. Upfront about where I'm getting my things from. Okay. Okay. Some employees who worked at the mansion for Miss Winchester are said to have stayed on after their deaths. There are footsteps heard shuffling to and from Miss Winchester's room. Her servants. There's an apparition with black hair who is frequently spotted pushing a wheelbarrow, perhaps. It, that laborer is what a present-day worker encountered in the Hall of Fire. The Hall of Fire. So named for its many fireplaces. Oh. So they're pushing a wheelbarrow inside? I mean, like, I don't know. Cart things? Yeah, right. Bricks? Sure. I don't know. Um, prior to the mansion opening for tours one day, a worker was on the ladder. He felt a tap on his shoulder, turned around, and nobody was there. The worker refocused his attention on his task, and that's when he felt what seemed like a hand pressing up against his back. He was still the only one in the room, but not for long. That worker got out of there fast, leaving the otherworldly laborer alone to handle the job. Kind of rude. I like to think that he was just like... Keeping him from falling? Yeah, supporting him. Yeah. Okay, this one's about Sarah's sealed room that we just talked about. Sarah's sealed room. Sarah's sealed room. The 1906 earthquake that destroyed San Francisco also caused serious damage to Miss Winchester's house. In fact, she was trapped in her room until her workers were able to set her free. Deeply shaken by her experience, Miss Winchester had the room sealed, and it stayed that way until 2016 when the room was opened and it was added to the tour, so you can actually go see it. Um, on one of those tours, a guide gathered participants in the room to explain the history and to point out the objects found inside the room from more than 100 years ago. The guide heard a loud the guide heard a loud sigh in the hallway and went outside to bring in the straggler. She didn't find any uh, tourist, mm -hmm. but she did see a small ghostly form gliding around the corner. The guide quickly followed. She still didn't see anyone, yet she heard another sigh. Perhaps Miss Winchester had used the sealed room as a refuge from tourists. Maybe. She's like <sighs> She's like my one place my privacy. Fucking people, man. Tromping around, can't even die <laughs> in peace. This is another. Um, this is another one about the wheelbarrow man. The wheelbarrow man. That Some... sounds scary. <laughs> when you call yeah. him the wheelbarrow yet, yeah, man, yeah. If you don't go to sleep by the timely manner, the wheelbarrow man will come and cart you away. Oh, cute. 
Some of Sarah Winchester's loyal workmen and house servants may still be looking after the place according to sightings and figures or the feeling of a presence reported many times over the year by tour guides and visitors. One frequent apparition is a man with jet black hair believed to be a former handyman. He has been seen repairing the fireplace and the ballroom or pushing an equally spectral wheelbarrow. The ghost of his old wheelbarrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, if wheelbarrows indeed linger in the beyond down a long, dark hallway. Mm. And then just look like one last one. Okay. Every tour guide has a ghost story to tell. One tour guide said that she had her own inexplicable inexpl- experience back in January of when this article was written. <laughs> um, in preparation for the new tour, she was cleaning the room of cobwebs and singing to herself when she felt two arms wrap around her. She thought it was a friend playing a joke on her, but when she turned around, no one was there. I kind of just kept singing, and I don't know why, and the arms started to sway like they were dancing. So I was in here, and I got to dance with a ghost. Oh, that sounds real. I like checked out there for a second. Yeah, what the hell? What happened? I was trying the the sentence didn't make sense to me. Oh, okay, okay. So I was like clicking it in my head. Oh, like, okay. Words were not. Words not wording. Words not wording correctly. Error. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's the window shut down. Doo doo doo. Yeah. And some fun facts, real quick, because I love a good fun fact. I love a good fun fact. The Winchester House was Walt Disney's inspiration for the Haunted Mansion at the Disney Parks. That's pretty fun. Kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. Like the ballroom, the dancing ghosts. Oh, I've never been to Disney World, so I don't know. Are you serious? Yeah. I thought. I don't know. I was just like, it makes, I mean, like, cool, it's a mansion that's haunted. That's all I know about it. And that was an Eddie Murphy movie. Aww. Okay. Once Panorama's over, we're going. Okay. Um, The Winchester Mystery House was also featured on the 100th episode of American Horror Story. Really? Yep. Wow. Um, and my main man, Harry Houdini, visited the Winchester house and held a seance there and reported that it was very spooky. But like Houdini uh, like is very well known for not buying into like seances and shit, right? Yep. Okay. Just checking. And that's all I got. Very spooky it's from not, Harry Houdini, the sexiest so man on the planet. The sexiest man of our podcast. Yeah. Sexy Houdini. Show me that torso, Houdini. Let me punch those abs. I don't really care about his torso as much as those legs. <laughs> yeah. I forgot you're a leg gal. What can I say? I had to end it on Harry Houdini. Of course. We should end every podcast on Harry Houdini. Talking about sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's it? That's what you got? Yep, that's it. All right. That was good. Thank you. I was nervous. I know. It was a good episode. I'm glad. Hopefully I am uh, giving you the response, the necessary responses. I'm still very tired. That's okay. I need uh, more of this. <laughs> I want right. to thank the gang at Starbucks for these beverages. Thanks, guys. So, yeah. Um, anyway... How do you how to how to end a podcast? I know how to end a podcast. How? Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, guys. We did everything. Oh, um, if you like our intro and outro music, you can go to uh darrencurtismusic.com. He's a good dude with good tunes. Check him out. A good dude with good tunes. 
And if there's nothing else. No, that's it. Thanks for listening. Like you said, as always, we are the, the Boneses, Boneses and, and we are out. out.